Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds Show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in him. I want to expose him for who he is, which is that awesome power he possesses, his pure greatness with a capital G, because he's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimonously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seeds Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Yes, Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful day. I thank you, Lord, for how you just give us life, health, and strength. I thank you for your mercies that are new every day. We thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, Jesus, for the breath of life. I thank you for the bread that you said that when we eat, we'll never die. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you being the word and, and, and dwelt, became flesh and dwelt among us. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in the world, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father, for you soon coming back. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, your word that's going to get out. I thank you for the seeds that's going to be planted. I thank you for the power that you gave us to knock the devil's block off. Thank you, Lord, for knocking him in the dirt in the name of Jesus, because that's the power that you gave us, Lord Jesus. I thank you for you being the only one, the only superstar that I will uplift on this show, because you are 
a star. You are the bright and morning star. You are the great I am. <laughs> and you are the one that we will always, I will always uplift and praise on this show. So I thank you and I give your name all the praise in Jesus' mighty, magnif magnificent, magnificent, magnificent name, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen, amen, amen. Hey, I want to thank y'all for joining me today. I um, It was a beautiful day. Sun was out. It was a breezy, nice, beautiful day. The heat wave is over. And and we're coming to like the middle of August. And uh, September is going to come. And we're going to get the snow soon. Yes, I love the snow. But right now, we're just going to thank God for this weather that we're having right now. Um, Today, today I... uh. I took my scooter, rode my scooter to church today, and uh, and I was just thanking God for His goodness and His mercies. Just thanking God for the the breeze and the trees and the, the flowers and 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 just being able to be alive. You know, people take for granted living. People be like, "Oh man, what's what's this all for?" I used to have a friend I used to work with, and he used to say, "It's not fair." It's not fair. And be like, what's well, not fair? Oh, them, it's not fair. You know, and it's like them type of people that you got to be like, listen, let me stay away from you, you know, <laughs> because you're going you're gonna to try to bring people down and you ain't going to let them bring you down because you know that you are victorious in Jesus, you know, which is, you know, topic of my show is like our fight is fixed. It's already won. But uh, let me go through my scriptures. If you know me, if you've been listening, get your pen and papers or get your Bibles. You can read with me. It is Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. I say this every week. Matter of fact, I say this every morning when I wake up and I take that breath for that stretch. And I says, I open my eyes and I say, Lord, I'm only up because of you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. And it says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. And the 23rd verse says, They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. That's Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. So every morning that you get a, a, a new day, every morning you should say, Lord, I thank you for your goodness and your mercies, right? And then we're going to jump right to Hebrews 9.22. It says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without the Lord's mercies, his mercies of giving his son and his son who gave his life and his son who who shed his blood and the blood that put sin in remission how sin get put in remission when you say lord save me wash me in your precious blood and when you wash in the precious blood all that sin is being washed away because you're washed in the blood of the lamb and that blood is so powerful it removes any sin, every sin. It ain't nobody out there that says, well, my sins are so bad that, that nothing can forgive. No, God can forgive and he can wash you in his blood. The next verse, after he do all of that, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him first and he shall direct thy path like i said our fight is fixed we are all we have already won so we do this by trusting in the lord right <coughs> excuse me and then the reason why you trust in the lord because numbers 2319 balaam balak and Balaam, the story of Balak and Balaam in Numbers. Balak was the king. He was trying to get Balaam to curse Israel. And Balaam was going along with it. 
until God was like, listen, listen, enough. You cannot curse what's already blessed. You cannot curse it. So this is what Balaam told Balak. He says, God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man. God is God. Men lie, right? Neither the son of man. He wasn't born of a man. God is God. God is the architect, the creator, the Elohim of everything. So he's not a son. God don't have a father. God is the father, right? That he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? No, what he said he's going to do, he's going to do it. That's why he tell you to trust in the Lord. Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? <laughs> Simple and plain. God is awesome. He's not a liar. He will do what he said he's going to do. If he said in his scripture, with his stripes we are healed, we are healed. If he says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, your strength is going to be renewed. He said, they will mount up on wings like an eagle. Eagle wingspan, a, a, a adult eagle is about four feet tall. It's about the size of a little kid, a three-year-old. Four feet tall. Wingspan, seven feet. That's like the size of Shaq. And those wings are mighty wings because when that wind gets up underneath it, all you do is expand the wings and it... <laughs> right? So... Our fight is fixed. We've already won. Right? I'm going to Joshua, the second chapter. You know, when Joshua sent, he secretly sent spies to, to Jericho. Right? And he said, go scout out the land. You know, and when they, they came to, to this prostitute's house named Rahab, you know, and they stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelite men have come here tonight to investigate the land. Then the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab and said, bring out the men who came to you and entered your house. For they came to investigate the entire land. But Rahab, she knew the deal. She knew the history of, of the Israelites and the history of what God was able to do, what God can do. And, and Rahab wanted to be saved. Rahab wanted salvation. She was like, you know what? I'm going to hide you gentlemen. I'm going to hide you gentlemen, but I want something in return, right? I'm going to save y'all because I want my household to be saved. You know, so she told him, oh, they're gone. They left. They're gone. They're not here no more. They're gone. Go look that way. Oh, they didn't go that Oh, go, go that way. Oh, no, no. They must have went that Oh, 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 I didn't. They're they gone. <laughs> you know, let them on a wild goose chase. And they, they, they left. And she hid these men. You know, and and the reason why. She hid these men. The reason why she wanted salvation, not from these men, but is she wanted salvation from the God that these men were serving. They, she didn't want, because she, she knew that these men couldn't save her because it was two of them and the king was looking for them. And if they would have caught them, they would have killed them. So what she did, I'll, I'll save you. But I want, in return, I want your God to save me. But you got to promise that my family will be saved. And I guess the guys was probably saying, yeah, why does dude, why, why she want us to save her? What's wrong with her? You know, what's wrong? Why does she lie just to save us? 
And then she told him, Joshua 2.9, she says, I know that the Lord has given you this land. <laughs> this land is yours. It's already yours. Why? Because the Lord gave it to you. You know our God? I don't know him, but I, I heard of him. I don't know him personally, but I heard of him. Really? Yeah. He's given you this land. And that the terror of you has fallen on us and everyone who lives in this land is panicking because of you. What? I know they probably was like, oh, whoa. Really? Word? It's like that? <laughs> our God is awesome, right? They probably was like, yeah, our God is awesome. Yeah, he, he did do that Red Sea. He did part it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> we walked through a dry ground. Yeah. <laughs> and she probably said, I know, I know, I know. And she said, for we have heard how the Lord dried up the water, the Red Sea before you, when you came out of Egypt. You came out of Egypt. You was in Egypt. You was in bondage, right? Pharaoh had y'all bound down. Pharaoh, yo, he was whipping y'all. He had y'all building stuff. Yo, Pharaoh denied y'all a lot of stuff. But we know <laughs> Pharaoh lost. And she probably said, Yo, the fight was fixed. <laughs> Your God doing stuff like that. The fight was fixed. We heard about the plagues. We heard about all the stuff that happened before he let y'all go. Yo, he must have been crazy to hold y'all and just see God do all of that. And you and he still held on to y'all. That guy was crazy. <laughs> and then she said, and when you came out of Egypt and what? you did see what she's probably saying what god did she she meant to say what she should be saying is what god did but she said what you did to sion and og the two amorite kings you completely destroyed across the jordan man oh man they came out against y'all and the two spies probably saying i can imagine they probably said yeah man we just wanted to go through we was like, listen, we, we, we went to the king, and this is what we did. We went to the king, and we said, listen, we just want to go. Let us go straight. We're going to go through your land. We won't go into the fields or the vineyards. We won't drink any well water. We will travel the king's highway until we have traveled through your territory. We don't want nothing. We're not coming to shop. We're not coming to, to promote anything. All we want to do is go through. That's all we want to do. Yeah, but then, then the king, Sion, he said, nah, you ain't going through there, money. Instead, we're going to fight. We're going to destroy y'all. You know, and the whole army went out to confront the children of Israel. And you heard what happened, right, Rahab? Oh, yeah, you destroyed them. Well, not you, but your God destroyed them. Yeah, our God is awesome. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. <laughs> Lord, you are higher than any other. You know, they probably broke out into a, a, a chorus. Shh, shh, shh. Because they're still looking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And then he says, and we heard that. When we heard that, we lost heart. <laughs> we lost heart. And then. One of the spies probably said, yo, but did you hear what happened with Og? You know, we was going through and, and, and we told him the same thing. Listen, we want, we just want to go through, man. We are women and children. We don't want our children to be harmed. We ain't trying to harm nobody. We just want to go through. Just let us go through, man. Let us go through, please. And Og did the same thing. <laughs> Og came out. He came out against them with his whole army to do battle. But the Lord came out and he says, do not fear him. The Lord told Moses before he died, do not fear him. For I have given him over as a present. <laughs> I have hand him over to you along with my whole army in his land. And then this is what he said. 
This is what he said. Do to him as you did to the king Sire of the Amorites. And they probably were sitting there slapping each other five years, man. We went to battle and we cut those jokers down. And Rahab, she heard about these battles because of the chitter chatter that was in the air. Everybody was talking about the children of Israel. God was was getting testimonies up. He was getting people to, to talk about how good he is. He was getting people to say, yeah, I am that I am. <laughs> he is the one, the great Jehovah. He is the Elohim. He is a supply of all needs. And that's why this, this, this prostitute was talking. She wasn't talking smack neither. She was talking the truth. And the Bible said, and ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. She wanted to be free. So what she did. I'll make a deal with you. I'll save you. But then you have to save my family. When y'all come and take this land. Because she said. She said I know that the Lord has given you this land. So when you come take this land. Just make sure. You save us. Me. My family. Everybody, because we know that your God <laughs> is the God in heaven, above, and on earth below. So can you do that for me? Yeah, we got you. And we know the story. They came over, and they took that land. They took, they stormed the castle, and they took, they won. Because God won. The fight was already fixed. The victory was already won. You know why the victory was already won? Because the battle was in God's hands. The children of Israel allowed God to be God. And, and that's what the problem is in our Christian life. We don't allow God to be God. What we want to do, we want to do it for God. I got this, God. This, this right here is too small for you. Because that's what we think. This battle right here is too small. I am not going to bother you, God. Because this one, I can handle him myself. <laughs> and go handle and get yourself hurt. <laughs> get yourself all blooded up, wounded up. And it fester, fester into something and then you die. When all you had to do was just let God do it. <laughs> yeah, I can take care of it. I had a friend, had a friend of mine say, you know, Almighty, I can't, I can't ask Almighty God, Almighty God. She had lost her ID, right, and she kept couldn't find it. Looked in the car, looked in the trunk, looked in her clothes. She looked in the dirty clothes hamper, thinking that she might have lost, left it in her pocket. She looked under the bed. She looked everywhere. She couldn't find her ID. And and she said, I, I'm not going to, this is too small. I'm not going to bother God with this. And then the Holy Ghost smacked upside her head and said, you know what? I got you. All you got to do is ask me. Cast all your cares upon me. No matter how big or no matter how small it is. And what she finally did when she broke down and she said, Lord, help me find my ID. Because she was getting part to the time where she had to go to work. Lord, help me find my ID. And she looked in the trunk again and she found it because she remembered she had went grocery shopping. And it might have fell off in one of the bags or fell off when she was putting the groceries in the trunk of the car. And there it was right after she asked the fight was already fixed. The battle was already won. All she had to do was give it to the one who fights the best. Give it to one whose victory, his resume is victory. You know? And what happens is that when we try to do things on our own, 
when we try to take things on without Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trusting in the Lord with all that heart and leaning on to their own understanding, we fail because we don't acknowledge Him first. We don't say, Lord, how are we going to do this? Holy Ghost, how are we going to do this? Mr. Intelligent. See, the Holy Ghost is Mr. Intelligent. He's Mr. Intelligent, so he knows because he's God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. They all work together in unison as one perfect harmony. You know? So when you when you go out there and you, you, you think that you can fight. I remember... It was this boxer. It's a black boxer. I'm not gonna mention his name. And he had a he had a good record. He had a nice little 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 career going, and uh, he had a nice little streak going. He was knocking people out. You know, he got a little cocky and everything. And and and, and he was fighting this up and coming Mexican boxer. And the Mexican boxer didn't speak English, so he had to have an interpreter. So when they did the weigh in, you know. And and they stood there toe, you know, toe to toe in front of each other. He said, "Yeah, by the time I finish with him, he's gonna be speaking English. I'm gonna make him speak English, you know." And um, fight day came, and they got in the ring, and they said, "Ding ding!" Mister Cocky, the black guy, gets up in there, and he fights. And the interpreter, he had to know that the interpreter told this. Mexican guy what he said so the Mexican guy was fighting first round hit him with a jab backed him up on his feet backpedaling then when he started backpedaling the Mexican guy didn't let up off of him he jumped on him like white on rice he he, he the outcome was <laughs> the Mexican Mexican guy won the fight. <laughs> he didn't knock him out, but he won the fight. So then, even when they after the fight was over, and the press asked him, he said, "Yeah, what happened?" He's like, well, you, "You saw the fight." <laughs> he couldn't testify and say, "Yo, I'm gonna make the guy speak English." But see, what when you got God on your side, God behind you, God backs up everything that He say He's going to do. God says, go and take the land. Go and take the land. The land is already yours. The fight is already fixed. You cannot lose. How can you lose the land if I didn't already gave it to you? Mm -mm, it's yours. Because who's behind it? God. You know, us as Christians, we should know. When he says, no weapon formed against us, against us, shall prosper. Right? No weapon. So, so if no weapon is formed against you shall prosper, then what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you scared of? Right? What are you scared of? Why is you trying to do it on your own? Okay. No weapons formed against Let me go out there and do it. I can do it. <laughs> you see out there start sparring with the devil and you get your head knocked off because God didn't tell you to go out there and spar with the devil. God told you to cast all your cares upon him. You know, sons of Sceva, they didn't have no power. They didn't have no backing. You know, they they went out there and they was trying to, they were trying to fight spiritual crime and, and they got whooped by this one demon one man that was demon possessed but see then if they had the power and the the the, the, the presence of the Holy Ghost that Paul had the power of Jesus Almighty then they would have knocked the devil's block off with the power that they possess the power of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ, which never loses its power. Might I uh, remind you, the blood never loses its power. So when you have, if you've been washed and filled with the blood of Jesus Christ, then the power that you have to tread upon scorpions, scorpions, sorry, 
to, 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 to heal the sick and cast out demons. You have power because it's nothing different from then and now, Bible days and present days, because what Jesus Christ, the same, take a breath, yesterday and today and forevermore. When you take a breath, when you take that breath, you bigging them up because he ain't got no older. He ain't got no weaker. He's the same. Same God. So you can't say, you can't say, well, you know what? Um, uh, They don't do that no more. I don't think they do that. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. You got to have faith and believe in God. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee, that is formed against thee, shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. You heard that? Isaiah 54, 17. Write that down. Put that in your arsenal. So when the enemy comes at you like a flood, like a flood, he coming at you a couple of ways, jump behind that shield of faith and say, Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee, against me, make it personal, shall prosper. You tell them the land is given to you by the Lord. Like that prostitute told the two spies. I know the Lord give you the land. And you're sitting on a bunch of promises that the Lord gave you. So what you do, you take up the promises more than a conqueror. He always calls you to, 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 uh, to conquer. Thanks be to God that always causes us. To be victorious. You know. Thank God for him protecting us. Protection. God will protect us. Because if. What type of God. Who. Love his children. And he allow. So much happen to them. Yes. It's crazy things going on in the world. It rains on the just. As well as the unjust. The, the the saved people die, the unsaved people die. The ones who 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 are saved, they have death in the family, they have problems, sicknesses and diseases. The ones that are not saved, they have the same thing, death in the family, sicknesses and diseases. But the battle is won through Christ Jesus. Oh, why did you let him die? But he died in the Lord. But he was sick. He had cancer and he died. But he died in the Lord. He trusted in the Lord. But God, why God didn't heal him? He died in the Lord. You know, the battle was already won through, through Christ, through salvation. The battle was already won. The fight was already fixed. He was healed in his mind and his heart. His soul, because he knew that his Redeemer lived. <laughs> you know, we got to stop looking at the physical. We're looking at everything, the physical. Oh, oh, this and that. But then when we look at these spiritual battles, look at these spiritual giants that's coming at us. These spiritual giants of distraction. These spiritual giants of, uh, of, 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 of just the enemy just doing stuff smoke screens that's 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 filling the churches and filling people's homes and stuff the spiritual setup it's a spiritual setup for you to fall but then we should know that we win the fight is already fixed is that we have already won 
like like one pastor said, he said, you know we ought to one, but when you read the bottle, the back of the book, when you read Revelation and you see how God says he's going to make us, he's going to live with us, right? And see, there won't be no more of this. You hear that fire, that fire engine or the ambulance? When we get in heaven, it won't be none of them coming around the corner. It won't be none of them driving down the streets of gold because the fight was fixed. The fight is fixed. And we have already won. He said that he's going to be our God and he's going to live with us. He's going to wipe away our tears. God touches us to wipe our tears away. So the battle is already won. The fight is already fixed. All you have to do is just say, Lord, it's yours. Here, Lord, take it. It's yours. You know which other battle? I'm going to tell you about another fight that was fixed. It's a fight that was fixed and the battle was already won. In this corner, we have a little shepherd boy. Ruddy. Heart is the Lord's. Song writer, harp player, brothers, the youngest of all the brothers. And in this corner, we have a giant wielding a, a sword like a weaver's beam. <laughs> all of these armors have arms on. He have all of this stuff. Crown. He has a, a shield. Taller than a tree. Meet in the battlefield. They know the instructions. When you hear the bell, come out fighting. Ding, 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 ding. Goliath is spewing stuff insults David don't like him he said you come at me with swords and staves but I come at you in the name of the Lord rock how that little rock kill that giant because the fight was fixed the battle was already won David had faith and trusted in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, 6, he trusted in the Lord. And he released that rock. And God said, Pew. God plucked that rock. And that rock sunk deep into David's head. In the, in the giant's head, excuse me. Battle's over. Fight was fixed. And then the Philistine ran like chickens. They ran because their champion was defeated. Who defeated the champion? God did it. Through David. God used David to defeat that giant. So God, let God use you to defeat these spiritual giants because the fight is fixed. The battle is already won. So when you say, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, no. Stop saying, Lord, I'm unworthy. Lord, I'm unworthy. Huh? Say what? <laughs> that is the biggest spiritual setup that the enemy is using at you. Thanks be to God that always causes me to triumph. How are you triumphing in God and you saying you unworthy? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. How are you unworthy when he said, in this world you will have trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer. Because I have overcome the world. So if we're more than conquerors and we're overcomers 
through Jesus Christ. So the fight is already fixed. We've already won. Don't let the enemy tell you that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. you've already won. Oh, well, this have no fight is fixed. <laughs> Anything that you go through. I don't know about my job. Fight is fixed. You're already won. You lose that job. God's going to give you another job. I don't know. My husband fight is fixed. Pray for him. You've already won. Trust and believe. Well, I don't know my wife. <laughs> fight is fixed. You've already won. Keep praying. Trust in the Lord. See, the enemy is going to make you feel he's going to fight real hard right now in this day and time because he only has a little bit of time. Let me tell you, saints of God, he only has a little bit of time. This last dispensation of time, God, is on his way back. He's on his way back. So let's fight this good fight of faith and get out there and we tell people about the goodness of God. We tell people about his saving power. We tell people about this eternal inheritance because the fight is already fixed it's already won we tell him about the whole armor of god that he gives us to fight this fight shield of faith sword of the spirit helmet of salvation breastplate of sal salvation helmet of righteousness Bre no i'm sorry breast breastplate of righteousness helmet of salvation Feet shod with the gospel of peace. Shield of faith. Come on. Come on now. You get out there and you fight that good fight of faith because you know the fight is already fixed. The battle is already won. <laughs> it is already won. So what are you going to do, saints of God? What are you going to do with knowing that the fight is fixed? Don't you fight differently knowing that you, you're going to win? If you got this scouting report of, of a team, you on a team and you got this scouting report and the team that you're playing is not as good as yours, don't you play the game differently? You're going to play the same way. If you know that you can beat this team, you're going to probably not play as hard if you know you're going to win, and you're going to say, why, why bother fight is hard if I know I'm going to win? But if you're in this fight, this fight of the Lord against evil, and you know that the fight is fixed, what you do, you fight just as hard because the fight is already fixed. You don't lay down you don't slow down you don't take it easy on the enemy no you don't you knock his block off in the name of jesus you don't take it easy on him you fight that good fight of faith and how you fight that good fight of faith is that you trust and believe in the lord i think when you fight this good fight of faith, you don't get your hands dirty. You you give it to God. And let him handle it. Why saints of God getting their hands dirty if they're supposed to be giving it to the Lord? Take it to the Lord in prayer. <laughs> How that song go? Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we didn't carry everything to God in prayer. All because we didn't give it to the general, the greatest, the undisputed champ of the world. We tried to take it on for ourselves. Then we get a little, we get our butts whooped. Oh, then we come and say, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me, help me. And then God says, I'll be here, I got you. That's what you should have you did in the first time. And then he'll take care of that problem. He'll take, the, take care of that battle. And he'll win that fight that you're trying to fix. That you're trying to fight. Because it's already fixed. 
So saints of God, the fight is already fixed. When you read the back of the book, back of the Bible, Revelations, we won and we'll be in heaven. And then we'll come down to this earth, live like the way it was supposed to be before sin came in, drinking from the rivers that flow from the throne, eating from the, eating the leaves of the tree of life, the healing of the nation. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to win? Don't you want to win? If you're on the Lord's winning side, come on. Come on over. If you're on the winning side, stay. Stay on that winning side. Don't give up your eternal security for nothing. Because the, the Bible do say for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus, the fight was already fixed when he went to Calvary. They beat him. Whipped him all night long. Put a crown of thorns on him. Nailed him to the cross. Pierced him in the side. Throw him up on that cross. They mocked him. Made fun of him. They, oh, son of God. If you're the son of God, come down off the cross. But then look. Look how look look what he did. While he was on the cross, he saved the thief. This day you will be in paradise. He saved a thief. The fight was already fixed. They thought he was defeated. But then when he rose, <laughs> hallelujah, when he rose from the grave, he says, I have all power. My hands of heaven and earth. <laughs> the fight was already fixed. It was already won because God cannot lose Saints of God, God cannot lose. So let's continue this knowing that God has won the battle for you, that you can never lose. You can't lose if you don't give God the problem. If you give God the problem, you can never lose. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for another day. I thank you for allowing us to be on the winning side, Lord Jesus. You could have just had us out there fighting on our own. But Lord, you fight for us, Lord Jesus. That blood was shed on Calvary to give us victory. So we have victory through Jesus Christ. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus. And we just bless your name for you just be able to keep us safe he said no weapon formed against us it always causes us to triumph and victory victors overcomers words of progress words of hope words of <laughs> happiness because when you win you're happy when you lose you're not happy when you lose you lose when you win you're happy these are happy words victorious <laughs> we thank you Lord Jesus and we pray Lord Jesus that people that don't know you that they get to know you and they get to be victors they get to be overcomers <laughs> they get to be more than conquerors and we thank you. We give your name all the praise. All the honor and glory is yours. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful, matchless, magnificent, enormously loving name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lamb III forward slash Planting the Seeds at P.O. Box 
3-0-2-0-7. Brooklyn, New York, 11203-0207. Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds Linktree page and find everything about me there. Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday. Yes, every Tuesday on the Bible Chat channel. Right? Take down this number. Every week we talk about the word of the Lord. We talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel. And the number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. But remember that number, right? Thursday and Friday night also, my brother Darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of God. We do prayer requests testimonies come on join us it's like we have a church online the number again is 667-770-1557-593-438 and let me tell you about some of my praying sisters right 5 a.m monday to friday right zoom call come on don't put the video on just come on 379-598-0473 Password is 984917. Come on, get up, seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the, the video on, but join us. 6 to 6.30 every Monday and Friday only. Zoom, 946-2492-1222. Password is 499567. Come on, join us. More power, more prayer. Iron shopping, iron. So have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord with your hands in His. And remember, always remember this. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Not yours, because you're not strong enough. <laughs>